Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. While you're there, please share the articles and podcasts on social media. We face the same social media censorship that so many of you do. So when you share the articles and podcasts on social media, it does help us out a great deal. Keeps this great platform moving the way it should. We've got a lot to talk about. We hope you all had a great weekend. We're going to start off with Miss Tulsi Gabbard and her inflammatory uh, statement towards the Democrats. Of course, she's no longer a Democrat. She is uh Taking that off of her name, she's going to be an independent, I guess, is what you would call her at this point. I haven't seen that she's come out and said that she plans on turning to a Republican, but good for her. And I don't know what took her so long to be so honest with you when you look at her values system. It does not align with the Democrat Party that we currently have. Uh, The number one thing on her agenda is that she's anti-war. And we know Joe Biden, uh, Miley and Lloyd Austin are all warmongers who are funding this war in the Ukraine, keep sending over billions of taxpayer dollars to keep this war going, to keep Ukraine in the fight, which who knows what they're even fighting for at this point, I guess, just to have a few buildings standing left in their country. But here we are, Joe Biden keeps sending them billions of dollars. Then you look at what else is going on with this Democrat party. You've got the media who completely ignores any wrongdoing that they do. This past weekend, Joe Biden was giving a speech at a college and he walked up behind this young lady and started massaging her shoulders and said, no serious guys until you're 30. I mean, we've seen this countless times out of Vice President Biden and it was disgusting and the media kept covering it up time and time again, his inappropriate interactions with young women Uh, The things that he says to them, the way that he touches them, it is all just very gross and disgusting. And the media just runs with it. That's just one reason that Tulsi Gabbard perhaps left the Democrat Party. Another reason is uh, just how dishonest this party is. I watched that debate between Raphael Warnick and Herschel Walker. And this Warnock is just a total phony. I can't believe this guy's a pastor. Such a shame he preaches at the same church that uh, Martin Luther King once did. Uh, I thought Herschel Walker did very well in this debate and held his own. Uh, There was very biased moderators and questioning, but I thought he overcame it and did well. You'd think that uh, Warnock would have an advantage, but he did not. Uh, I thought Herschel Walker did well. And I think that we're going to see a huge red wave here in November. As I've been saying, I do not believe these polls. I think Oz has got to be ahead of this Fetterman. I mean, you look at this Fetterman, he's an absolute disaster. He makes Joe Biden look competent when he gives a speech. I mean, this guy is so stroked out. Uh, He sounds like he is seriously mentally ill. He's just not an intelligent person. And this is who the Democrats are pushing to uh, take over as senator in Pennsylvania, which would be an absolute disaster. I think Dr. Oz is going to win that one. I think Herschel Walker is going to win in Georgia. I mean, if anybody is loved in Georgia, it's Herschel Walker. You look at the career in football that he had. 
uh, the things he's done for the community over the past 30, 40 years, uh, all the hard work this guy's done. I think that's another easy choice down there in Georgia. And uh, Tim Ryan and J.D. Vance. Tim Ryan's just an establishment puppet. Uh, Ohio is very smart with the way they've been voting the past several years. They voted for President Trump twice. I think J.D. Vance has it. I think we're going to end up with the majority, 53 or 54 Senate seats. And uh I think Tulsi Gabbard is going to look like she was smart in her decision leaving this Democrat party. Rob, how are you doing tonight? Andrew, I'm doing great. As you said, a lot transpired over the weekend. And I was unable to see the debate between Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker. But I'm glad you're telling me that Walker held his own. Uh, because many people had low expectations for him, didn't think that he would be able to go up against a Raphael Warnock who has an advantage because he's a supposedly a minister, a pastor, pastor of the Ebenezer Baptist Church, where Dr. the late Dr. Martin Luther King uh, was a pastor. So I'm glad to hear that. And even, even if he did do well, like you said, the media is not going to give up on him. They're going to still attack him. They're going to still say that he was horrible. They're going to still bring up things from the past as we see is happening now. I mean, the story that came out about him having his girlfriend to you know, have an abortion, he paid for it, it's a hit job. It is a hit job because no one is talking about Raphael Warnock and what he did. And then too, as you said, Joe Biden, the comments that he made on the college campus, no one's talking about it. They just pass right over it. And it is a history of them passing over snafus of the Democrat by the media. Though some would say, but if you're talking about it, you guys must have heard it in the media. Right, we did hear it, but the way they play things up when it is a Republican or conservative. They play it down when it's a Democrat, as if though it doesn't matter, but it does. It matters. It matters tremendously. It matters that we have an old white man in the White House who can't remember anything. An old white man in the White House who has screwed us royally when it comes to oil and gas. An old white man whom the Democrat, the woke Democrat party, according to Simone Sanders, they don't need an old white man to head the party, but yet and still here we are. He couldn't even negotiate a deal with Russia, with uh, Saudi Arabia for oil. And what he did do, he tried to do the old pay for play by telling them, okay, don't make the announcement as to what you're gonna do with the barrels of oil until after the election. Now, unlike with Ukraine, they didn't want to come out and expose Joe. Saudi Arabia said, hey, we have nothing to lose. He told us not to make this announcement until after the November elections. Why is it Nancy Pelosi, Liz Cheney, and all of those other folks who love to impeach people, weren't they out saying we need to impeach Joe Biden? Why isn't the media talking about it? Oh, is, there's nothing to see here. Look the other way. That is huge because he couldn't get them to put out more oil. They're like, screw you. We're not doing anything. MBS is like, oh, you want to accuse me of murder? You want to say I'm a bad guy? And then what does Joe say? Well, if they don't put it out, we're not going to give them arms. We're going to stop giving them arms. But wait a minute. Didn't Trump say something similar to Ukraine back in the day when they had all these people coming out saying, oh, we heard what he was saying. And he was trying to arm, uh, strong arm them. That was Venman. But now no one wants to look at it. No one wants to talk about it. It's like, let's just move right over it. The winter 
is coming. Oil prices will go through the roof. Your electricity bill will go through the roof. Andrew, I feel for you, my brother, because you just bought a place. And I don't know what your electricity bill is going to look like, but blame, you have no one to blame but Joe Biden and his incompetence. And the media trying to give him cover as if though we don't see it. So I don't believe the polls either that are out there saying that Republicans, they're behind and Democrats, they're, 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 there's not going to be a red wave. I mean, I didn't believe it this summer when they were talking about it. I mean, I did say that never underestimate Republicans' ability to just blow everything up. Because you look at Mitch McConnell, look at what he's doing in Alaska. I think mean, Lisa Murkowski, it looks like she's not going to win her race, which is a good thing because she shouldn't be in that position anyway. Because it seems as though when you look at the history, it was handed down from one relative to the next, and then she took over once her dad died. So I don't think she should be there. I don't think since she's been there, what has she accomplished? What has she brought to the table, to be honest? Alaskans haven't received anything from her being there. So it's time for her to step aside. It's time for her to go back to the wilderness of Alaska and do what Alaskans do, fish, make Eskimos, I don't know but she shouldn't be there. But Mitch McConnell, he's pulled money out of winnable races in Washington and Oregon just to support her. Why is that, Mitch? But there's the never underestimate Republicans' ability to just blow things up. But why is he doing it? I mean, he's, he's more so into what he wants as opposed to the party and the people. As we had a guest on the other night, these politicians serve the people. The people don't serve them. We put you there for a purpose. Look at Liz Cheney. She's coming out saying, well, if I have to vote for a Democrat, go on the road and vote for a Democrat, I will. Now, let's just think about that. She's willing to go on the road and support Democrats and their ideas as opposed to the ideas of the Republican Party. What kind of sense does that make? Now, all this time you've been on the Hill saying that Democrats have bad policies, but now all at once, you're going to support them. You're going to support them to be elected. Like, but Liz, what about those values of the Republican Party? The Democrats don't have policies or values that Republicans support or that the country needs. All of their policies have failed. So why would you go on the road and support that? No one would, will bother to ask her that. They'll just say, oh, she has conviction and she's going to do this. But your convictions are centered around a personal grudge because former President Trump called out your dad and rightfully so and called out George W. Bush for the Iraq war and rightfully so. But you, because of it, you want, I'm going to pay, I want to get back at him. So I got to bring, get him, take, take him down. That leads me to my next point, which you opened up with. Tulsi Gabbard, a person of conviction, who as of last week has decided to leave the Democratic Party. Now, you said that you don't know if she's become a Republican or an independent. Well, as of Friday, I think she said that she's an independent. She said she's always been an independent thinker. And we've spoken about Tulsi Gabbard before and the takedown of Kamala Harris 
during the 2020 election. I mean, she just filleted Kamala Harris. And if Kamala Harris could not stand up to Tulsi Gabbard, how the heck is she going to run the country? I mean, she caught uh, Kamala in her own lie and threw it up in her face. And I never will forget after the debate was over, because this happened during a debate, the media surrounded themselves around Kamala. Oh, what was she saying again? She's, she, she doesn't know what she's talking about. It. She's in Hawaii. She doesn't understand. This woman serves in the military. So she knows what she's talking about. And then Hillary Clinton decided to pile on. Oh, she's a Russian advocate. She's a pawn for Russia. You see what these Democrats do? Whenever they don't like something, you're either a racist or you're a Russia pawn. And no one pushes back and call them out. Hillary should be sued for slander because she knows at this day and age, if you say that someone is connected to Russia, people will look down on you. If you say that a person is a racist, but no one has held Hillary accountable. Instead, they are praising her with her book, Gutsy Women. Now, in the book, she couldn't bother to interview any conservative women. But she was able to go out and interview people like Megan the Stallion, a black rapper, whose bedside manners, there's some of the things she talks about, I wouldn't even want my grandmother to hear. But she's out there and she's a, this is a gutsy woman because she's taking control. There's some years ago, they were saying that men who sung those songs, they're crude and they're rude. But now that women are doing it, oh, it's okay. This is the Democrat Party. But back to Tulsi. Tulsi said on her Instagram page, I'm just going to just give you a little bit of this throughout the show. The Democrat Party that I joined, the party of JFK and MLK, though some people say that MLK was Republican, big, big tent inclusivity and fought for free speech, silver liberties. That party no longer exists. It is now under the complete control of a warmongering elitist cabal. That is why I left and why I ask you to follow me. She continued, as we move closer and closer to a nuclear holocaust, we hear nothing but silence from the so-called progressives who supposedly care about the people and our environment and planet. Either they don't really care or they're just saying that they care. Now you think about this. We're moving closer to a nuclear war. Biden said himself, Armageddon. Now, who are they going to send to war? And this is interesting, Andrea. I've just learned this the other night. According to the military, when it's time for deployment, if when you register for the draft, and if they have to draft you, if you have gone in, now hear me clearly, and if you, have, if you are a male and you've had a sex change and you now identify as a female, it does not matter. They will draft you because they're still saying that you are a male. Get a load of that. Everywhere else they're saying, oh, this is a female. But when it comes time for the army, they don't care if you transition. They don't care if you're wearing pink, pink, pink fingernail polish or have weave in your hair. You are born a male, get your butt up. You're going into war. Now, conversely, if you are a female and you convert it to a male, they consider you still a female. So you don't have to worry about it. Now, here's my bone I pick with this. Why don't women register for the draft? Exactly. If they want equality, I mean, that seems to be the starting point right there. Right. It's like, why is it that men have to? They want equality. They say they can do everything that a man can do. 
why don't they register for the draft? But as quiet as it's kept, no one wants to talk about that. It's like, shh, shh, let's keep that quiet. I find it so interesting that it's like they, they try to pick and choose what they want and what they don't want. Well, let's get another one of Tulsi's statements. What did she say here? Because I find this extremely interesting. Uh, she also said, which I thought was really eye-opening, she said, we have an administration in the White House and woke politicians in Washington, a Supreme Court justice who are unable and unwilling to define what a woman is. That's huge. So everyone is celebrating that we have Katanji Brown Jackson on the Supreme Court and she's, doing a, she's gonna do great things, but she can't even define what a woman is. So as far as I'm concerned, until she comes out and defines clearly articulate, and she's gone to some of the most prestigious colleges, but until she clearly articulates the definition of a woman, as far as I am concerned, her position on the high court is meaningless. No matter what she rules on, it is meaningless because she can't even define who she is genetically. And we will pick this up on the other side of the break. Yeah, well said. It looks like we're going to be busy tonight coming up with all the reasons perhaps that Tulsi Gabbard has left this disastrous Democrat party. You're tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 Eastern, 8 Central Time or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. And we're back, and I'm still talking about the Democrat Party and Tulsi Gabbard leaving the party, as some people would say, the demon rats. And she gave her reasons as to why. And I thought it was really telling when she called out the Supreme Court, a Supreme Court justice who can't define what a woman is. And she continued, and these are all Gabbard's words that I'm reading to you from the internet. She said, how is it controversial to define what a woman is? 
it is the height of hypocrisy for those who claim to be feminist. These are the people that run around in the pink cap brigade, the pussy hats on their heads, the vaginas on their heads, saying, I am a woman, see me. But these feminists, she claims, who claim to be champions for women over decades to deny that there is such a thing as a woman. Are these people so out of it that they're okay allowing men to say that they're women? You know, I, I want to just say this because I mentioned once in the show that there, and they've had a lot of these clowns go before Congress to testify. And it is unbelievable. I mean, you don't see everything on the news. If you look at C-SPAN, you would be shocked, Andrew, at the craziness, at the clown show that has been marching before the hill with people coming up with the most ridiculous things that you're like, how the hell did we get here? I'm just amazed at our educational system as to how these activists have taken control. It's like just all at once, they threw off their covers and bam, there they are. I can't believe it. We have teachers that are telling students that this is a Harvard professor I read. She had created a video that they're, you know, shopping around schools telling them that kids know as early as three or four what gender they are. Like, what? And she said, because they'll say things like, I'm a boy. A little girl will say, I'm a boy. I'm a man, and a little boy say, I'm a girl, I'm a woman. Kids don't know what genders they are. You'll have kids walking around saying that they're cats and dogs. We don't start treating them like cats and dogs. But see, this is the left-wing activist that want us to think this. And it has gotten into our science, into our medicine. You have highly educated doctors that are pushing this nonsense. Whereas the doctors who know that this is wrong they're sitting back quiet because they're afraid that they will lose their livelihood. But this has got to stop. And I look at Tulsi Gabbard, who's like, look, I'm going to stand for something because I'm not going to fall for anything. It's coming out. And she's saying that this makes absolutely no sense. So I look at this and I'm like, wow, this is unbelievable. That she's coming out and she's speaking and she's saying, no. This, this isn't who we are. And for these biological women, for people to be afraid to say that I am a woman out of fear that the left will silence them. And that's pretty much what she's saying. If you were to come out and if you were to say that I'm a biological woman, they would come after you and would attack you viciously. So you have these schools that are putting out this craziness that, oh no, you can do this, you can do that. It's like, but these are kids. And then she said that the Democrat party, not only are they doing some of these other things, but they're race baiting, racism with white people, saying that white people are bad. And I, I, I was listening to her say this, and I'm thinking of all people, black people should know better. They should resist. They should be pushing back and say, no, we don't want any part of this. But instead, they're going along with it because they're thinking, oh, this is our time to shine. But for a moment of what? You're shining for a glimmer of a moment that will get you nowhere in the end because more division. You have over 2 million illegal aliens that have crossed our border. 
they will make up the largest group of minorities, not black people. And you continue to say, let them come. Because you have bought into the lie that the Democrats have told you that white people are afraid of a black planet. White people are afraid that they're going to lose the majority. Well, you're not going to gain the majority. If anything, they're going to relegate you to just being a number. But we don't see that. We're so busy focusing on something that has nothing to do with anything, small-time gain, as opposed to long-term gain. The Democrats have destroyed almost the economy. Is that what you want? Is that what you want to leave for your children? All for the sake of, oh, we're on top now. No, but what, you're, what are you on top of? A pile of crap. That's going to get you nowhere. But the Democrats, the party who you believe in, they're telling you, oh, no, we're looking out for you. But when you look at history and you look at the presidents, who have come out and pushed plans for Blacks to make certain that they were effective. It's always been on the conservative side. Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. Granted, he did it for his own selfish reasons to save the nation. Johnson, civil rights, he did it just for his own selfish reasons for the Democrat Party. But then you got civil rights. But what happened? Were you able to be that free man that you wanted? No. And why? Because Democrats controlled everything. They still wanted you to stay in your place. You can't go here. You can't do this. And then we had affirmative action, Nixon, to say we want to make certain that everyone is treated equally and that everyone have access. Because we passed the civil rights, the Democrats thought, oh, we did something great. But then how did we execute it? How did we keep it going? How did we make certain that people were they actually got their civil rights. And that's been like almost like 50 years ago. And to this day, whenever it's time for an election, the first thing Democrats will say, oh, they're trying to keep black people back. Oh, they don't like black people. It's like, but you guys are in control. You're in control of most of the jobs. You're in control of all the entertainment. You're in control of all the advertisement. Why haven't you allowed them to come in? No one can answer that question. And the media, oh, God forbid, they won't even look at it. They won't touch it. Because if they do, it, the finger will point at them as to their incompetence, what they haven't done, the people that they've been holding back all these years. So fast forward to 2022, 2020, when George Floyd died, they decide, oh, this is our opportunity. Let's just blow it all up. We had the first Black president. And we thought with the first Black president, that was just going to clear the house. It was going to make everything even Stephen, but it didn't. But George Floyd comes around and we just, oh, let's blow it all up. And then with COVID, let's let people just tear up everything. Get rid of the police because the police is our biggest enemy. So you get rid of all that and look at what you're left with. Crime all over our big cities. And people will say, oh, well, it's not that bad. It was worse 20 years ago. Okay, well, if it was worse 20 years ago, I would hate to go back then to see, see that compared to now. Because whenever you turn on TV and you see someone being killed, being slashed, and then you want to say it was not that bad? It's like they pick and choose, just like in uh, Indonesia, a Thailand, nursing school. Kids, 27 kids were shot and killed. Media won't even touch it. I think we brought it up on our show. You don't see anything on the media. You don't see anything about them saying, take away the guns. That was a massive killing of children. But no one is talking about it. The Democrats can't, they can't figure out a way to use that as a strategy. 
for the election. You would think they would jump on top of that. But oh no, they can't. They, they, they can't. They don't see that as being able to help them out. But everything else, oh yeah, we, we got we to gotta look at this. And we got to make certain we understand. So again, what, 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 have, what have they done for us? What have they done for the country as a whole? Besides hold the country back. And that's all they've done. Hold the country back. To keep us from growing, to keep us from being, to have the unity, which Biden was supposed to bring, but he didn't. Now, don't get me wrong. Tulsi, there are a lot of things, a lot of ideas and policies that I don't agree with her on. I mean, the whole thing with war and whatnot, she has a lot of views that I don't agree, but she's entitled to those views without being canceled. She's entitled to those views right. to say what she has to say. She, she has a very uh, left-wing opinion of abortion. I certainly uh, disagree with her on that. There's quite a few things we disagree with her on, but it just goes to show that even someone um, with her political alignment can't, uh, with a straight face, say that they're a Democrat anymore with this new extreme party, this woke party, as you were talking about. Uh, it's just a disaster and good for her because she wants no part of it. And that's what it is, Andrew. It's an extreme party that, I mean, as she said, this is not the party of JFK. Now, here's a, here's a comment that I was looking for. She said, I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that is now under the complete control and elitist cabal of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness who divide us by racializing every issue and stoke anti-white racism. They demonize the police and protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans. Now that's heavy. Protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans. Now, as I said earlier on, you look at the crime. You look at New York City, look at the mayor and everyone I can't believe that Eric Adams, people even thought Eric Adams would be able to turn the city around. I never believed it because I knew it wasn't going to happen. But you have, New York City is a Democrat. New York City, that is, is Democrat. And they make up the lion's share of the votes here in New York State. Because you go outside of New York, a lot of them are Republicans. But because of the city, the way the city is, it is very difficult to elect Republicans. And then you look at Kathy Hochul. There is no reason why this woman should be ahead in the polls. So as they say, I guess Lee Zeldin. Look at how many times Lee Zeldin has been attacked in his family. This makes absolutely no sense. So as she was saying, an elite cabal that ruled the Democrat party, the party that used to be for the working people. And is it not interesting, Andrew, that when a billionaire from New York City decides to run and win the presidency, he was able to attract the attention and support of the everyday man. It's just astonishing that he was able to pull in those working class people, those blue collar people who are struggling to put food on the table. And he told them, you stick with me and we will go far. For as Barack Obama said, 
hang on to these, these uh, my uh, coattail and we're going to go all the way. Well, we didn't go all the way. We actually stumbled and failed. And where is he now? Out trying to make a dollar by any means necessary because he wants to be a billionaire so that the media can say, oh, he's a billionaire. He's worth more than Donald Trump. Believe me when I say this. They will say that. He's worth more than Donald Trump. And what does it matter? What does it matter if he's worth more than Donald Trump? But see, in their eyes, in their mind, it's a competition between Trump and Obama. And that's all they see. They're not listening to the words that Tulsi Gabbard said as to why she's leaving the party. In fact, she said that some people came out and they attacked her. Democrats, that is. We already know that Hillary Clinton attacked her. Hillary Clinton, who should technically be in jail for everything that she's done. But there are different rules. And, and speaking of jail, Andrew, I know that, uh, I, don't, I don't even want to talk about it because, I mean, by the time this airs uh, tonight, they might have reached a verdict on John Durham's case. But he has an uphill battle. I, I got to say, he has an uphill battle if he's going to try to prove these charges. And I say that because the Democrat cabal, the elitist cabal that uh, Gabby, that Tulsi Gabbard is speaking of, the it runs so deep. Their powers are so deep. And I said this before on a couple of shows, and I will continue to say this. Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, needs to be removed from D.C. and relocated someplace like Texas or Arizona, Utah. It, it needs to leave that area. Because over time, what has happened is that the center of our government has managed to bring with it a lot of people with group think. They are all liberals and, and they go for these types of jobs. And, and why? Well, because they're looking at the security that once it's all over, I, I'll have my retirement, I'll have this, and they won't like the job because they'll look at them not being paid a lot. But the access that I have to power, the access that I'll have to people that are doing business, that when I leave this job, I can go out and make those connections and then grow my wealth. What are the reasons which you have people going into work at the Capitol, becoming a congressman, and then going in worth barely 20,000 and then leaving worth millions? Look at what the Clintons did. Now, some people would say, oh, well, they wrote books. Yeah. And if you think back, I remember when they left the White House, people were ragging them about, oh, they're going to try to make money. They're going to try to do this. They're going to try to do that. As if though they didn't like the Clintons, they didn't want the Clintons to do it. And I thought it was ridiculous. I'm like, they have a right to make money. But now we see that politicians like Nancy Pelosi, lifelong politicians, and I don't even know where Diane Feinstein is. She's somewhere, I guess, at home, staring at the walls, not knowing she's going or coming. But they'll tell us that, oh, she's strong. But Nancy Pelosi, multimillionaire, and I, I don't know if you saw the tape the other day that they released uh, Jan 6. She had her daughter, a documentary, uh, filming her on Jan 6, and she said, oh, if I could choose Trump, I would want to punch him. I might go to jail, but I would punch him. Now, this, was ha this happened during Jan 6. Why did she have a filming crew on the Hill? And then she's going to come out and say that she felt threatened for her life. Why was there a filming crew? And why is it the January 6th cabal who have since subpoenaed Trump to testify? Why haven't they interviewed her? 
Why haven't they interviewed Mira Browser? No, it's the, uh, it's the cabal of the elitist. And we'll yeah. talk about this on the other side of the break. Yeah, and she has no self-awareness. Seeing an 80-something-year-old woman talk like that is just such a turnoff. And for her to come out, to act like this is um, just a good thing that she's come out and said, oh, I'm going to punch President Trump in the face if I've seen him right now. If he shows up here, I'm going to walk up and punch him in the face. I mean, you just sound ridiculous. And the Democrats, once again, are not being held accountable. Well, if this were a Republican saying this, imagine if a Republican politician said, oh, if Barack Obama shows up here, I'm going to punch him in the face. You'd never hear the end of it from this leftist media. It's just another example of the double standard. If you're looking for better sleep, focus and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Rob and I did. We're so happy we tried Healthy Cell. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. And now for the first time, you can go to HealthyCell.com. As I always say, it costs nothing to go to the website, check out the products, read the great reviews. And now you can save 25% off your first order with the code OUTLOUD. So go to HealthyCell.com, check out the products, and save 25% off with the code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. Americans, we seek to form a more perfect union. To paraphrase Abraham Lincoln, we are a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And God willing, we shall not perish from the earth. AmericaOutloud.com Liberty and justice for all. Well, Angie, when we went to break, you mentioned that Nancy Pelosi has lacked an awareness, self-awareness. Of course. I mean, this is a woman who is trading stock, passing on secrets to her husband. But she's still focusing on Donald Trump and what she alleges that he did. And I find it also interesting is that they challenged people on the right for claiming that the election was not fair. But they do it all the time. They're constantly challenging. When Trump came into office, oh, he's illegitimate. It's like, are you serious? And they said it from the moment he was like, he came into office until the moment he left. Even now, they're saying the same thing. The whole Russia collusion. And like I said with John Durham, I mean, I know that he's trying to get to the bottom of this. 
but I think that, as I said, the capital has to be removed from DC. We need new blood and all of those jobs. It's time to pink slip everyone that's there and say, I'm sorry, thank you for your service, but you got to go because it's corrupt. The veins in here is corrupt. Everyone here is corrupt. You're not doing justice to the government. We can no longer allow you to, to continue along those lines. For Tulsi Gabbard to come out and say, she said she indicted the entire Democrat Party as being a group of elitist, elitist cabal. I mean, Andrew, that's huge. Now, of course, people don't like her. The left-wing media, they're trashing all, jumping all on her, throwing trash on her. Because in saying that, Barack Obama is indicted. Michelle Obama is indicted. Now, they don't care much about Bill Clinton or Hillary Clinton. They're just, you know, on the fringes, they're just on the side. They'll roll them out every so often. Now, I think that Bill Clinton, I've met him before, he's a pretty nice guy. And I think that you could work with him. But I, he, would, he would even say that the party, the Democrats, they have gone too far. And yes. why? Why? Because of AOC and her kind. Yes, the even if you, oops, sorry to cut you off, Rob, but even if we look at uh, Bill Clinton, who was just a few Democrat presidents ago, um, his policies were just rapidly different than what we're seeing come out of the left and the Democrat Party now. I mean, this guy actually paid off on the uh, budget. I mean, Joe Biden is just spending money like it's going out of style, as the old saying goes. This guy, Joe Biden, is a complete disaster and a complete separation of what we've always seen uh, from the Democrat Party in the past. I mean, even if you do favor some of the older Democrat policies, like Tulsi Gabbard said, that party's long gone and no longer here. This is now Barack Obama's radical leftist party of um, race division and um, all these other things that Tulsi Gabbard hit on. People had always said that Barack Obama was a radical. And now we see the legacy. He is a radical, a complete radical. When the country is in turmoil, where is he? Well, he's off in the basement and sweatpants calling the shots along with Susan Rice. And they're giving those shots to Ron Klein, the White House chief of staff. But it's just, it's astonishing at how fast the country has fallen down because of these elite radicals, these bougie cabalists who think they have all the answers. And when you look at what they've done, I mean, Joe said the other day during an interview with Jake Tapper, well, look at what I've done. Look at all the policies that have passed. Yeah, you might've passed a lot, Joe, but they weren't effective. They were dangerous. And as I said, during the first block of the show, we're marching toward a war, a possible nuclear war. We can't take that lightly because we're talking about wiping off entire humanity. I mean, we already have the left trying to demonize men. I read a piece the other day. They said that men, a majority of men, I can't think of the percentage, are not even working. They're suffering from low testosterone. That's by design. It is by design. All of these soy products don't believe it. 
Get up, go to the gym and work out. Don't listen to these wimpy men who want, oh, it's okay if I wear a skirt. Oh, it's okay if I can, you know, be soft. Uh -uh. Uh, Andrew, I I have to admit that when I'm out in the streets of New York City, (laughs) there's always a lot of construction that's going on. And when I see construction workers, some of them can be rather prudish in their behavior or brutish or whatnot when they see a woman. And I, I, I don't care for that, but there's a part of me that says, okay, real men are still alive. They do exist. Right. I'm just being honest. No, I wouldn't do it. Okay. But this is where we have gotten in this society that they want to demonize men. They don't want men to exist unless the man was a woman who's now a man. And, and if that's the case, and I was going to make this point earlier, I forgot about it. So you have women who are saying that I'm a man, I'm a man, and they're going in having mastectomies and all this other stuff. And it's like, oh my God, these young kids. But they still will keep their reproductive organs. I think it was in 2003 when People Magazine did a, a piece of the first man that had a baby. I was like, what? A man had a baby. And then I looked at it, I'm like, no, that's not a man. That's a woman. That's a woman who is pretending to be a man. Why are we allowing this to exist in society? Why are we allowing this to exist? Men can have abortions. What? Yeah, because you see, it was a man who got pregnant and decided to have an abortion. And see, they want to make all this acceptable. And that's the reason why they're trying to push it in our schools. I'm sorry. The laws should be such that if you're now trying to convert from a woman to a man, we're taking away all those reproductive organs. That comes with the package. Because we don't want you going around saying, that, oh, I had a baby because men can't have babies. Yeah. And let me ask you this, Rob. Are you going to listen to someone that says that um, a man can have a baby on climate change? I mean, these are the same people who are pushing these policies. And it's like, okay, you're so uh, far against science on this uh, issue over here saying a man can have a baby. But then you're going to try and uh, claim science on this climate change debate. Uh, It just makes absolutely no sense. The hypocrisy of it all. Follow the science, look at the science, but when it comes to men having baby, oh no, it, it can't happen. It's like, are you serious? And like, again, they're trying to push this in schools so that the kids who are in school now, as they matriculate, they will come out believing a lot of this, thinking that, oh, it's, it's acceptable, it's okay. And we know that it's not okay. These people, I want to be nice and generous when I say this, but there's no other way of saying it. These people's, wait, and I'm not going to even say, I was going to say that they're freaks of nature, but nature didn't produce this. We are, science produced it. So they're freaks of science that have gone in and tried to alter the natural progression of science. So they're not freaks of nature. They're freaks of science that they've gone in and trying to reinvent science and say, oh, this is what it is. And it is not. And that's what Tulsi Gabbard is pushing back against. Because as she said, we're marching to war. Who will fight the war? Joe Biden is getting ready to dismiss a lot of servicemen 
and women because they won't take the vaccine. And we know that the vaccine isn't, you know, isn't what they say it is. I mean, me right now, Andrew, I reached out to you. I told you I'm sick. I don't know if you guys can tell or not. No, I don't know if it's COVID. It's a, I think it's just a cold. But I'm not going to go in and get tested for COVID and allow them to like, oh, there's another. Let's just check this number because Fauci's already coming out saying, oh, well, the numbers look like they're going to be rising up. And okay, we have not seen him. He's gone. And that's something that Tulsi was saying. We don't want to accept biology or science. Only when it pertains to them or they think it's going to give them a leg up. So you imagine, or can you imagine, when we take both houses, and Andrew, I'm really glad to know that, as you said, you shared with us that Herschel Walker did good during this debate. But just imagine when we take both houses, it is not going to be a cakewalk and reversing everything that they did. Because the Democrats will still be, they'll be lame ducks. But what you bet, they're going to try and push things in, push things across. And you will have Republicans like Mitch McConnell. Lindsey Graham, and possibly Paul McCarthy, not Paul McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, who probably said, okay, we'll give you this. As opposed to standing firm, like a Jim Jordan, a Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Lloyd Brobaut, and say, the hell, we're not giving you anything, because right. it's time for us to correct the mistakes that you've made. And Why the, should we give you anything? And the Democrats have already had this supermajority for the past two years, and all they've got done is making things worse for the American people. Makes absolutely no sense to me why someone would want to put them back into the supermajority and continue these disastrous policies that we've had these past two years. Uh, I'm hoping a lot of voters wake up and try and balance this government because the Democrats having this kind of majority is just going to continue to make our country go downhill. Not only have they destroyed, they've destroyed the part, they've destroyed their own party with these radical ideas. And like I said, for what? Just because of AOC, some young falutin kid who comes out waving, wailing her arms and her hands and, and, and saying this and that because she's on social media, giving tips as to why well, I'm cooking this and I'm doing that. They've fallen for that? I mean, this woman doesn't even know how to brush her teeth properly, probably. She probably can't even wipe her butt properly. But yet, still, they're going to follow behind her. And those radicals, Ilian uh, uh, Omar and Rashida Tlaib, Cori Bush, they're going to follow behind them. Oh, what we're doing is right. We fell asleep and we allowed these people, and we talked about this before, to gain control. But now Tulsi Gabbard is saying, I don't want any part of it. I don't want any part of it. And she would encourage other Democrats to stand up and walk away. Now, the left would say, oh, well, we have Liz Cheney. Well, you can have her. Who wants her? It was all about the power for her anyway. She didn't care about the Republicans and what they stood for. It was about the power. It was about her and her dad and having money. Because remember, her husband works for a law firm that's representing Hunter Biden. And speaking of Hunter Biden, again, folks, don't start salivating, thinking that we got him, we got him, we got him, because you don't got him. Okay. The entire cabal is corrupt. The Department of Justice is corrupt. For all we know, they're working behind the scenes 
to for a plea deal to get him off because they're not focusing on the main issues here. They're looking at, okay, he lied. He got a gun. People do that. He didn't pay his taxes. People do that. And people go to jail, especially black people. Lie about guns. They go to jail. But remember, he has white privilege and he's Joe Biden's son. And this whole thing with the media saying, oh, but we can't, we got to feel sorry for Joe because it's his son. How many other mothers and fathers have had kids that were drug addicts and they worked and they prayed to get them on the straight and narrow and it didn't work. And those kids ended up in jail. I'm sure they didn't want their kids in jail, but they went. So why does Joe Biden get, he's given an exception because he's Joe Biden and he lost his son. Look at the mothers in Chicago who will lose a kid due to violence and then the next month lose another kid. And it's like, I've read that some of these kids, they're already planning their funeral. Well, when I die, I want to wear this and I want to do that. That's, that should not be happening. But the elitist cabal does not care, Andrew. They don't care as yeah. long as they have power. Yeah. Speaking of which, I live a couple hours from Chicago, but this past weekend we had an incident where a mother was driving with her four kids and she was actually shot while driving a black woman and her four kids were in the vehicle. And uh, the sheriff comes out here and says that uh, people in the community know who this shooter was, but people are just not telling uh, the police who it was. And uh, we're seeing these horrific incidents of crime and violence spiral out of control, not just in the big cities, but they're making their way to the more rural areas um, under this Democrat leadership where lawlessness seems to be the only thing that's enforced. And that's the only thing that is enforced, this lawlessness. But quiet as it's kept, no one will talk about it. Lori Lightfoot, she's out just, I mean, I can't believe that she thinks she's doing a great job. I mean, is she in Pritzker? Are they in cahoots? <laughs> they have failed. Pritzker has failed Illinois. She has failed Chicago. And for if people vote them back in, shame on them. Yeah, I we thought, we thought Rom, Rom was bad. I think uh, Chicago, Chicago would take him back in a heartbeat over what they've got now. Well, and, you know, he got into power there, you know, playing the race card. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. He did jack squat. But I still can't get over Jesse Samolet. Why isn't he in jail? We know that he committed a hate crime. He lied about a hate crime. Why isn't he in jail? It just goes back to what I was saying. We have to go in and clean house at every level because you have these elitists that are in charge, that think they know what's best, and they're not doing what's best for the people. Kim Fox is a failed DA. She should not be in power. And there are so many others. When you look at all these states, Alvin Brack, you just, I mean, Gavin Gascon. Is it Kevin or Gavin? It, well, he's Gascon. But George all of Gascon. them, George Gascon, you, they just all, they're, they are complete failures. And they go after law-abiding citizens as opposed to the individuals that are breaking the law. And that is the reason why Tulsi Gabbard has said, I'm walking away from it. Now, some people said, well, I'm surprised she hadn't done it earlier. She probably tried to give it a chance. She probably said, let me see if things will change. But when Hillary Clinton comes out and attacks you so viciously and say that you are a stooge for Russia and she has no proof whatsoever, she makes the accusation and the media jumps on it as opposed to shining Hillary Clinton and saying, 
you shouldn't say that. You don't have the right to say that. You said it before and you keep saying it. And all these judges that are out there that hear this and continue to rule in her favor or when they're, they're, uh, they're bring up cases and they are, well, we don't want to hear this. You are aiding and abetting and you are allowing this to continue to happen. We're destroying the country and we have to stop it. So I say to Tulsi Gabbard, kudos. You have to stand for something as you always say, Andrew, or fall for nothing. You have to, in this day and age, people have to start standing up. Liz Cheney is not standing up. She's playing into power and I'm glad she got kicked out. And I hope come this election cycle, so many others are kicked out of office, Andrew. Very well said. And Tulsi Gabbard just came out and left the Democrat Party. But I think uh, if push comes to shove and she decides to dip her toe back into politics, she's going to become a Republican because she will not uh, have any uh, chance to win as an independent. So uh, I think she's a future Republican. That's just my prediction right now. Uh, We'll just have to wait and see. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you stream, please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. It does help out a great deal. Or go to americaoutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 Talk Radio. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing. <laughs>